Hey guys, you want to have a smoke break? What? We can't smoke inside. It's not smoking, Peter. It's vaping. Everyone's doing it. Even Darth Vapor. I find your lack of vape disturbing. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) I'm your host, David. I have a very special guest with me today. Hi. (laughs) It's Trinity. Uh, Wolfie and Tim aren't going to be here. Or Taco. Shouldn't call him Tim. Don't want to let everybody know his real name. Trinity is going to join me today. Hi. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Something? I'm your daughter. Oh, that's, that's all everyone needs to know. No, she's, uh, she's going to give us a, a little bit of a, not a millennial viewpoint, but a, uh, a Gen Z viewpoint, maybe. You're probably a little closer to Gen Z, iGen, whatever you want to call it. You the uh, the young, a younger variation. But uh, believe it or not, I don't think we disagree on a whole lot of things. <laughs> I don't know about that. I just don't say stuff sometimes. Oh, okay. Um, For the important stuff, we agree. Yeah, yeah the the stuff that uh, that really matters. Um, I'm not really sure where we're going to take this, but uh, before we started recording, we were talking about um, we were looking on Google Maps at my old neighborhood <laughs> where we grew up. Um, just talking about some of the differences, but we were talking about, I guess what started the conversation is that your generation on one of the lists that we were reading, I don't remember how it was phrased, parent, I'm not parented, uh, more, I guess the term helicopter parent kind of falls in there that, uh, more supervised, more supervised. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, because when we were growing up, for my generation, which, you know, I'm in my mid-50s, so, um, yeah, we had, uh, our parents were around, but we just had a lot more freedom, <clears throat> because we had to, we had to entertain ourselves a lot more, because we didn't have iPhones and uh, computers and uh, the internet and uh, Netflix and YouTube. And, but we're also tracked. You all aren't tracked. You all could just kind of do it and say where you were before you left. Whereas right. me and all my friends are tracked. Yeah. We, yeah. We always know where you're at. Which. Well, but like you all know where I am, but like my friends, their parents know how fast they go, what their battery percentage is on. They get a notification every time they leave the school or their house. Your yeah, house that, isn't quite that yeah, extreme. Yeah. We, we don't go that extreme. But I think. I think there's a, a fine balance between you having your freedom. I, mean, I don't care. 
don't do anything. <laughs> but well, and and being safe, because I mean, I always don't listen, then it when I say this, but uh, <laughs> I would try and always tell her where I was going to go, where I was going to be. She would say I never did, <laughs> but. Uh, I feel like you said you were going somewhere and then didn't always go there. Right. Well, no. I mean, I never lied about it. Well, not I on purpose. It was right. just you all were like, oh, well, we're going to go here instead. And you, she, she just never found out that you went somewhere else. Yeah. Usually that's probably how it ended up. But yeah, running around with Wolfie and Donnie and Tony and the, the usual suspects. But back then, that's how you were friends. <clears throat> you became friends with the kids, not just you were in school with, but the ones that lived in your neighborhood. I mean, that's, what's that called? Uh, your surroundings? I yeah, the proximity. Yeah. That's how your friend group was defined. Well, I mean, when I was younger, that's how it was. Like, I was friends with our neighbors, but there also weren't mm. that many kids my age around. Like, Damien had a bunch of friends that lived up here. Yeah. And he was friends with all of them, but. Yeah, but you still never did anything. I mean, it's like. I'll go play outs. I was. Yeah, yeah. Our neighbors some, all the time. Some, yeah. Yeah, you did. Damien did. He didn't as much. Yeah, he would he play, play. They would play online games with each other, <laughs> even though they were all just one or two houses down. Don't worry. Um, they all go to the same place now to play games. Right. But, like, when we were growing up, I mean, in Michigan, we had, there was a lot more kids in, in you know, in the, you know, living in the city, more, a larger city, I guess you had. <clears throat> yeah, you got to remember our neighborhood has maybe, like, Four kids my age. Right. So we, we had to entertain ourselves a lot more. Yeah, a little bit. Like, I, you know, I remember. I remember when. I remember when, yeah. <laughs> I remember us walking um, down to Food Country, the grocery store, because when they put in the their video store, the VHS store, you could rent VHS movies. <clears throat> this is before Blockbuster. Um but nobody, none of us had a VCR. Those are the... Yeah, there's a <laughs> the square... The square ones with the white with, circles. Yeah, with okay. the tape. It, yeah. But you had to rewind. When you got done watching the movie, you had to rewind it back to the beginning. <laughs> and they always put stickers on them. They always said, be kind, rewind. So that the other person after you didn't have to. Yeah, some places I think if you rent it from, if you returned it without rewinding it, they would charge you a rewind fee. Wait. So we would rent, because we didn't even have VCR. Um, none of my friend group, we had them. So you, but you could rent. We would collect like pop bottles. We're really old. <laughs> That's back when you, you know, when you would buy, say, a bottle of Coke in the store and come in a glass bottle. You'd pay 10 cent deposit on top of the price of the bottle. And then you would take the bottle back empty to the store and then give you your 10 cents back. Wait, so like you just take it back to like Food City or something? Yeah. Wherever you bought it from. Wherever you bought it from. So like if you buy it, buy it in like an eight pack, you would buy the, the pack of bottles yeah. or six pack and take it. And then when you would take them all back, you'd get your credit for it. And the idea was, okay, let's say there's eight in the pack. You get your 80-cent credit coupon. Well, then you buy another eight-pack. That credit just pays the for the, for the next, next one. Models. So you're constantly just... It, and in its time, it was promoting recycling. 
Gotcha. Um, and that's what they just washed and reused the bottles. The, whoever the Coke or Pepsi, whoever the manufacturer was. We use plastic. Right now, it's all plastic going in the oceans, killing the sea turtles. So. Poor sea turtles. Yeah. No straws. Um, oh but we would collect. But so a lot of people. Well, I don't say a lot of people. Some people would just throw bottles away. Ew. What's the point of that? Like, why not? If you can right. just save them, why wouldn't you take them back? People are lazy. Fair enough. So, we we would could collect. You collect bottles. Take them to the store to get money. So that's how we would make, you know, change type money. Yeah. Donkey Kong. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but then we would go to the food country and rent the VCR and the movie. You could rent a VCR. You could rent a VCR and you'd keep it for the day and then you'd take it back and when you took your movie back. But then eventually we bought, I remember when we bought our first VCR. I think I was a senior in high school, maybe. Sounds so boring. Yeah, so That's up so to that point, we just didn't have it. So you all live in the greatest time in history, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. This is no matter how much people say this is a bad time, this is a horrible time, this is everyone's racist, everyone's killers, everyone's okay. confused, the whole world is messed up. Um this is still the best time to be alive on the planet. There's no major wars or Right. Mass genocides or anything, I think. Well, well we're getting there. China's getting there yeah. a little bit with China's the Uyghurs. But, um, but uh, as far as being in the United States, oh, yeah. no matter how much, right. if you watch just the news, <laughs> it, you know, this is a much better time. I would I'd rather live here now. And I know everybody say, well, it's just because you're a white man. You can oh, say that because you're a white man. Uh, no, that's uh, because if you're, you know, a human being in the United States has much better opportunity now than at any other time. And most um, other countries now. Oh, yeah. So, but we, uh, I mean, what do you look at now as a, uh, when I look at things that you have, not, I'm not talking physical things as far as phones and computers and stuff like that, <clears throat> more opportunity, um, if you want to learn something. Oh, I can. Right. You can, I mean, well, it's on your phone. I mean, I, mean, I can get jobs now without having to go to work. Like, Allie was offered a job the other day that she just could do marketing on Instagram right. for so, this random company. So, I mean, the opportunities are limitless. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, when but, we had to do our school research... I mean, you, you had to go to the library. You had to know the Dewey Decimal System. You had to know how to look. I, I mean, you had to actually look it up in books and encyclopedias and do the research. And, I don't know if most of the kids in my school could tell you where our library is. <laughs> and if they can, it's because of the book fair in middle school. Yeah. I, I haven't been in the library since my eighth grade year. Granted, our library doesn't have much. Yeah, but. well, yeah. But I mean the the needs of it. Well, I mean, according to our teachers, all of the books were from the fifties. So I don't know about that. But when I was in high school, our my I remember, I think it was my either freshman or sophomore year was the first year that we got a computer in our school, and it was in the library. That was where we had two Apple IIe's um, to use, and that's why I would go a lot of times on lunch. And go in there so we could use them. Um, 
But then <clears throat> my junior year is where they built, I think it was my junior year, they built a computer lab. We have so many computers yeah. in our school. Like, we have two different computer labs that are iMacs. And then we have a bunch in the library that's basically another computer lab. That's the only reason people go in there. And then we have all of our individual <coughs> laptops that we have. Yeah, so, I mean, the... Because, I mean... I can't tell you the last time I wrote. Like, we wrote one day, and everybody was like, my hand hurts, because none of us have wrote since at least <laughs> yeah. last March. Yeah. Because we're completely paperless now because of COVID. But I think that's a good thing. It, I mean, it's... It uh... is, but you also, like, I feel like, especially the kids even younger than me, their handwriting is going to be horrible. Yeah. Because mine's bad, but, like... It's going to be really bad because they're never going to write. They're just going to learn to type. No, I mean, I write through work every day. But my writing is still horrible. Well, but, but I print. I don't. But there's also just certain people that learn better through handwriting it. Because that's how I have to write my papers handwritten before I type them. Because I just, it works better. And I feel like younger kids aren't going to get taught to, hey, this might work yeah, for you. Yeah, I could see that. And that could hurt some kids. Because... My teachers are like, just type it. No, no, I have to write it before I type it. You don't understand. But yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Well, I brought this, like, I, I brought this notepad down here today because I was just going to jot some notes, you write don't it even down. You have a pen, do you? Yeah, I got it. Oh. I always have a pen in my pocket. See, I'm old. Your pockets used to have st ink stains <laughs> yeah. when you worked at Walmart from your oh, dress shirts. Oh, shirt pockets, yeah. So when you look at, your, like, say, in your life now, or not your life, but when it comes to opportunity, because you could have the conversation of being a woman. Is that holding you back? I don't think so. Um, I think the opportunities are different, but I don't think they're, e like, any lesser than. What do you mean? I don't understand. Like, I feel like as a, mm, <laughs> as a woman, there's different opportunities for different people. But I don't feel like we have less opportunities. No. I mean, they're obviously, I mean, everyone has different opportunities. But I feel like most people, it's a fairly level playing field. Right. But, I mean, do you think there's anything, when you look at your future, do you think that there's anything that you would want to do that you wouldn't be able to do because you're a woman? No, because I don't care. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, if someone told me or treated me some differently because I was a woman, I would shut it down. But, I mean, there are those people that would just back off because, I mean... There's certain people that are very set in their ways, and it's... Yeah. Especially the older you get with people. I mean, it's just men are in charge, and that's how it is, and you just have to... Right. I mean, but that's just a bi battle you have to fight. Right, that, that's going to be no matter. That's not going to stop you. If you're determined to do something, that's not going to stop you. Right. I mean, because you, you, you might hit that wall... With anything, though. Right. I mean, from because you're from Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, or you're from the south. The amount or of you're... times our teachers have prepared us, they're like, "Look, if you're going to an interview or a scholarship and it's not for something around here, work on losing your accent. Yeah, don't tell them. Make sure you look presentable because they're going to think, oh, you're from Southeast Kentucky. They're going to judge you. They're going to think right. you run around without shoes. I do sometimes, but that's <laughs> on the point. <laughs> and you don't have teeth or whatever. Right. And they're like, I've been prepared for that since fifth grade. They're like. You're going to have to learn how to lose your accent. And it's true. It helps. I mean. Oh, yeah. But I mean. I don't think you should do it to change. But yeah. sometimes there are those settings that it's just easier 
to just maybe right. dial back that. Well, I mean, they always talk it. about first impressions. I mean, first yeah. impressions have always existed regardless of, and they're not, people are always going to prejudge you based off of something. You know, how you look, how you speak, how you dress, how you walk, how you well, I mean, do whatever. Um, well, there's, I mean, your first impression isn't the first thing that comes out of your mouth. It is the no. second they see you. Right. And sometimes it's hard to over uh, overcome a bad first impression. Um, yeah. And this kind of falls into a uh, first impression thing. The girl, this woman... Uh, she was excited about getting a NASA internship. And uh, so she went to Twitter and wrote, uh, tweeted, everyone shut the F up. I got accepted for a NASA internship. Somebody saw it and made a comment, replied to her Twitter post about uh, the language. And then uh, he replied, Back then, when she cussed back at him, and he said, "Well, I'm on the NASA's National Space Council that oversees NASA." That is not good. So, because he just he just replied language, and uh, she lost the internship for it. Yeah. So, which I'm, she was just excited. Well, but. I think that is one thing though that we have to worry about that you all didn't have to worry about when you were applying for jobs is that they even colleges ask for your social media sometimes like i've had to put that on some of my applications yeah because they're asking and they will check it especially for scholarships they know exactly who you are by looking up your name and anything you've posted you can get in trouble for i mean well i mean if you're posting your something character. you should get in trouble for well i know but if, if you're who you are online and you should be who you are online if you're well a fake person yes but there's also your attitude at work versus your attitude when you're with your friends. And I feel like with your friends is more what's on social media. Whereas at work, you're going to be obviously more professional, which I mean, as long as you're not fake. Well, no, but there's a difference between being professional and being fake. Uh, it's not, not, you I'm not can, saying you're going to be a fake person. You shouldn't be disrespectful. Well, no, no matter what you shouldn't be disrespectful. Right. So I couldn't imagine you saying anything with your friends doing things online. Well, as long as you're not disrespectful, but, that a job would be upset over. But I'm also very aware of my social media presence. That right. I don't want to have anything out there that shouldn't be. Right. Because, I mean, I have, me and my friends obviously have videos of each other that if they posted it, it wouldn't look good. I mean, it's not something we get in trouble for, but it wouldn't look good. But we don't post that right. kind of stuff because we all have that agreement that, hey, we don't want that out there. Yeah, but it's better not to even. Well, I mean. I think just you be you. It, not saying you should well, put everything out there, but you shouldn't. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't put anything online that you don't expect the entire world to see. Well, exactly. And I don't know. I feel like that's just something you have to be aware of. But it's when you're, oh, I'm 14. I'm a freshman in high school. You're not thinking about, oh, in six years, my future, my boss is going to be looking at my Instagram right. and see something, which you can delete it and it won't probably pop up unless it was something major. But... It's still there. I mean, once it's out there, it's out there. Well, did I was thinking there was one. Didn't the girl just lose her job the other day for something she posted when she was 17? 
That was like 12 years ago. Okay, but see, stuff like that, that's um, ridiculous. Because, I mean, people change, too. Right. And I it mean, was obviously a joke, what she posted. Oh, okay. I mean, reading it, you could tell it was a joke. It was obviously a joke. But, that's, I mean, a lot of it is, today, people can't take a joke. Well, no. And, um, I mean, just tell her to take it down, don't fire her. Right. Well, I think... When I don't even think they should be able to tell her to take it down if it was from that long ago. Right. Now, if she posted something today about it, that's that's different, but well, still. But see, that's the problem. As soon as you start getting any sort of, I mean, I know your basic profile, like you said, you know, schools are going to ask for it, oh, yeah. um, jobs are going to look at it, but uh, as soon as, but they're not going to dig deep, deep, deep. Well, no. Um, but as soon as you start, if you start becoming a little bit famous or a little bit celebrity or a little people make it their mission oh. to just find scour every inch of your entire internet history well, I mean, yeah, that, but to ruin that. you they used to do that it's just a lot easier now right. i mean i saw this girl the other day this boy posted something it was body shaming some girls and he, she didn't like it and in the video, you could see some banner in his, like, in the school, because he filmed it in his school gym, and you could see a banner in the background, and she contacted his principal yeah. by just zooming in on the picture to see what his school went to. She talked to one of his friends and found out all of his stuff, and then emailed his principal to try and get him in trouble at school, because she called it bullying and harassing, and I, I think it's whatever, I don't right. care that much, but the fact that you can go through that much effort that easily... To do it, which he didn't get in trouble because the school's like, it's on social media. It's not an issue at school. We can't do anything about it. Right. Which I don't think they should be able to do anything about it. I mean, we've had people get in trouble at school for stuff like that. Sometimes, if it's an issue during school. Right. And I feel like that's when they can do it. But, like. I mean, I could see if you if you work for a company, that if you work for a company, that that your image is part of your job. Well, that's different. Um, right. Yeah. That you shouldn't be able to, I mean, normally I would say any, you can say anything and everything you want ever online to anybody, whatever. To me, the First Amendment's First Amendment. If it's not illegal, you should be able to say it. But the only difference is if a job, if your image as it reflects on the company, if you're a spokesperson for the company, if you are a salesman for this company or, you know, because you're you having a bad reputation could look badly on the company. What? But if you work at Walmart and you're unloading trucks and you never deal with a customer and you never see customers and your personal viewpoints have no reflection on the company itself, I don't think they should have any right to do anything Unless you do something illegal. No. And I mean, yeah, like if you're the face of a company, okay, that makes sense because you're representing that company. I mean, right. if, I don't know who's in charge of, someone under Elon Musk, because obviously he does not, well, he doesn't he care doesn't in general. Care. But right. if Mark Zuckerberg, so one of his uh, still higher ups, but someone that was very important to the company, I don't know their name. Cheryl Sandberg. Sure. Uh, I think that's her name. She's the COO, I think. Yeah. If, I mean, if she's out there saying stuff that she shouldn't, and it's okay, you shouldn't say that because it looks bad on Facebook. That's different to ask her to take it down or do something about it. But, yeah, I mean, if I'm just working at Walmart or something, there's no point. Because, I mean, if you're not interacting with people especially. And especially if it's something 
that nobody's ever going to know anyway. I mean, have you ever heard of the Streisand effect? No. You probably don't even know who Barbara Streisand is, do you? I've heard have you heard her name? Yeah, I've heard her name. Okay. The, I don't know the full detail. I'm, I've heard of the Streisand effect, but I can't remember what that's based. I know it's based off of there was either somebody wrote something about her or it was like a bad review of maybe a show or a movie or something she did um, that I can't remember the details of it, but. Basically, something nobody really saw, the negative stuff that was done or written about it. Yeah. Until she sued them to get it taken down or stopped, which caused it to blow up and go viral. Well, yeah, I mean. So that made it. That's why they call it the Streisand effect. Sometimes if, let's say you post, let's say you've got nine followers on Instagram and you post something mean about Joe Biden. <laughs> and all of a sudden, one person sees it and thinks, okay, now it's my life mission to ruin you because you said this negative thing. And they're, you know, they're blowing it up, making it so huge. And maybe what you did say was a mean, nasty thing that nobody would have seen. Yeah. Other than maybe those seven people that you followed you now, because he's making it his life's mission to ruin you and it goes viral and it's, you know, that's when you make a profit. These people are going to be following <laughs> right. you, waiting for you to say something else. That's right. when you make a profit. But that, I mean, that's why he, he made it worse by trying to, in their mind, make it better. Okay. I mean, that's when you just take advantage of this situation. Right. I feel but like uh, that's the best way to handle anything like that is just make the best of it. When, I mean, for, like, politicians and stuff, so many of them are concerned about covering stuff up. If they just put it out there, most people wouldn't care. Wouldn't. And they like, never see it. No. And so it wouldn't be a big deal. But when they try and hide it, that's when it's like, right? oh, they did what? Yeah. So, I mean. The cover-up's always worse than the crime. Oh, yeah. When it shows right. a lot about the person, too, right. if you're covering it up. Which, I mean, this isn't really a cover-up. It just made me think about well, it when you were talking about yeah. monetizing. The, uh, did you see, what's her name? I can't remember the, the girl's name. She just turned 18. Um, people the Catch Me Outside girl. What's her oh, name? Uh, I don't know her actual name. Barbie something. Bad Barbie. Bad Barbie. But it's B-H-A-D, not oh, B-A-D. Okay. You know, she just turned 18 Oh, yeah, last she was week. only like 14 when that happened. Yeah. And so she launched her OnlyFans page. Oh, I saw that. And she has made so much money. Yeah, she made a little over a million dollars in the first six hours. That's insane. The fact that you can make that much money and that much fame off of being disrespectful on TV right. is insane. Well, I think she's doing a lot of nudity, a lot of Oh, no, stuff I meant, now. But, I meant before right, that, because, That's how she got famous, right, famous. So it's being rude to her mom and what, like Dr. Phil? Yeah, Dr. Phil. I mean. And then she did some rap songs. and There are horrible. Have you listened to them? I heard that one. Oh my goodness, they're so bad. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess I, if you. <laughs> I just remember when because she posted on Instagram, um, her screenshot of her, you know, uh, OnlyFans the monetization part, oh. and then of course then the news picked it up and everybody it was confirmed that yeah those were real numbers. When you first look at it, you're like, there's no way. That's insane. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's just creepy to me that uh, 
that many. You know, well, because her birthday was whatever, like uh, the end of March, March sometime. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a week or so ago when it happened. But that's, I mean, for that many people, that there had to be like people just what, counting down the days that's until. So- it's just weird. I mean, if, if her life, she can do oh, what she yeah, wants. Oh, yeah, she can do what she wants. Make that much is money odd she to can, me. but. I don't, um, I don't know about all that. But that's one of those things that she, I'm not saying she ruined her life, but she has definitely altered her life for money, for oh. for fame, for celebrity, for. Well, I mean, yeah. And if, if she loves what she's doing and she's fine with it. I mean, more power to her, but based off of all of the stuff I've seen her say and do, I don't think I think that's just she's perfectly fine with that. And I mean, yeah. hey, do what you want to do, but so I mean, yeah, some people are. There's certain um, things though that just it's for money. Money isn't that no important because uh, one of these days she's gonna. And she, maybe she won't. I don't know. But I would think one of these days she'll look back at it and realize how the world viewed her. I mean, um, I don't know. It just depends. Some people just don't care. Yeah. I mean, well, look what happened with Cardi B. Everyone still loves her. And, I mean, she was a stripper that drug dudes and stole from them. Yeah. And, and uh, the news, the media still care. wants to yeah push her as a... Have you seen the video of her ignoring the orphans? Uh-uh. It was it was a couple years ago. <coughs> I think it was in 2018. And there's a video of her walking right by orphans that were at some, like, award show that she went to. And her manager looked at her and told her she had to go back and talk to them. Like, that just says so much about you as a <laughs> yeah. person. Which I know we're jumping all over the place. But it. you made me think of music, doing talking oh, about Cardi no. B. But I know you've, you've seen that easy mail, the first and last. Oh, the sad, well, not sad, well, it is kind of sad, but like the slower one, yeah. Yeah, okay, I thought we had, I watched a reaction video today of that. I like that song, I think I have that on my phone now. Um, Because the woman in the reaction video, of course, she started crying, you know. It's sad. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to cry, I don't cry. Nah. But uh, it's a, it's a, um. It's a really good song, though. My sweetest mornings are made up of waking up with you. Who's that sound like? I don't know. What do you think it sounds like? I don't know. It sounds familiar, but I mean. I mean, it's just his voice, but his voice is like, I don't know. The same tones, like, when he sings, especially like that, it does sound kind of like Tom Holland's. But it's just, yeah. it's just a tone of voice that they have that similar pitch. When I make you breakfast and the kids are sleeping in the little rooms. And I remember what I was told that if I look for a girl that she should be like my mama. And so far in my life I've tried my best to be good and now I think that you're my karma. I'm just that part right there when he gets that little vibrato part yeah. it reminds me of somebody I don't know you take away the sadness like my family I wanted 
chat, you can tell this is an older video because he still has his PayPal and Cash app. Instead of a Venmo. Yeah. I love the way how your feet move to fit on the sheets Cause I can tell you've been doing that since a kid before you sleep I put my boots back on to go to war for you see Fill up the Christmas socks with presents, yeah you know how it'll be If it's true, if it's in love, works between us I hope every song I make is your favorite like Adidas And I'll bring you around the globe when I fill up arenas And we'll sneak out the back of the bus and not care if they leave us, baby I'm just a- Yeah, I like that song It makes, it reminds me of... It's like the same type of stuff as what's her name, Tom McDonald's girlfriend. Oh, um, not no, Nova, uh, Nova. Nova. Her gang gang song. It just yeah, has the same has meaning a, to it. Yeah. Very different style of song, but. Which uh, which I knew he could play guitar too, but I saw another. Yeah, <clears throat> you can't. Buy, I mean, there, that 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 is one thing I like about him that that he's not like pigeonholed into any oh, one thing. Yeah. He, I mean, he plays metal guitar. He play. He raps. He dances. He sings. He. It's just very diverse in everything he does. Yeah. He writes. I mean, he writes all his songs. Produces. He produces his videos too, doesn't he? Or kind yeah. of. Yeah. 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 Because I watched one with him and. Uh, is it not Panalo? Culture. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's why he spelled it that way. It was for cult. He wanted cult to be in part of the name of it when he said, but have you ever seen this one? Isn't that how you spell culture in Spanish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. And then you were like, that's why he spelled well, it Well, like no, that. I, in an interview, that's what he said. He wanted to use it that way. Um, cause he wanted to portray the, the idea of a cult oh. well, because the... in the video, cause they do, uh, um, an actual music video oh. to it and that H bomb. Yeah. Um, he talked about easy meal directing him in the video as he <laughs> said, he was so like detailed about he knew exactly what turned he my head this way. I mean, every single shot and scene. Is that the song where he speaks like? Three different languages? Yeah. This uh, I like this song. Which this is the the wish Intro. bus. Oh, yeah. I think it's a cool, cool idea, the wish bus. Yeah. Wish. And I like the way they go back and forth. Yeah. 1075. I could just flow is the pinnacle of a nuisance when we're living in America. Sitting, killing the losers, take a minute while I dream of a singular bubble. When my sugar stars will align, need these bars, you will find a freaking hack to the cheat code. Stay with a tip of my freaking shoulder, looking over like I'm worried if it ever would snap on a piece more tack than an East Road. Dimming the vividness of my vision as it detonates the air. We are barfuse, mission impossible when I bend it in the drop of these trappies. Spread the bus like a scary atom goose. There in the wrong loose, think of the draw of my side while we know you're up a right line. Look. And I like that guy's voice too. Oh, I like yeah, the it's sound of his voice, but and they're very contradicting. <clears throat> yeah, and when he when he sings the chorus part, I really like the chorus. Yeah. 
I, I like that song. That and the way he does his mouth when he, you know, vocalizes words, it reminds me of uh, um, Freddie Mercury. Because <laughs> he was a lot that way. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Bohemia Rhapsody at practice. Oh, today? Yeah. I love that, like, you know more about modern music half the time than I do. <laughs> no, I just... You just watch reaction I watch videos. a lot of reaction videos on I YouTube. I, I like... I like watching the original, but I like to see people's response to different music. Yeah, but that's also, like, I don't know. I just wouldn't find most of these people. Like, I wouldn't have known about Tom McDonald until, like, a month ago when I saw one of his TikTok uh, sound. His, yeah. One of his songs was on TikTok. TikTok's definitely blowing a lot of people up. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of artists I have on iTunes now... Because I heard one of their songs on TikTok. It's like, oh, this is good. And then I go get it. I mean. Soldier mask. <laughs> Looks like the Darth Vapor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, what music do you listen to? I mean. If, 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 if there was one song one. that you were going to, like, sum you up your culture, <laughs> your, uh, your generation. You can't do that to me. There's so many songs. I mean. Mm. I feel like that it makes it so much harder. We have access to everything. Yeah. Here's my generation. I can give you a song from like my childhood, like mid 2000s that I think every person in our generation knows. Also anyone direction or Taylor Swift song, most people will know it, but her early stuff, not yeah. her stuff now. She just released one of her new albums, like re-released it. Oh, some of the songs on it are so good because she made like an album, a like right when she switched to poppy music, and she just re-recorded it. Classic Eagles. Okay, I like that. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, definitely better than some of the stuff yeah. you have showed me. <laughs> okay, I have some songs for you. I figured right. out a couple. Right. Some of them are from when I was like middle school age. And then somewhere from before, or in some one is from now. Okay, there's this one that everyone knows. Will I leave you high and dry? Yeah, I'll be at your door tonight. If like you everyone need help, at my if age knows the, every single lyric to the song. I'll it's shut just that down good. the city lights. I'll lie, cheat, I'll beg and bribe to make you well, to make you well. When enemies are at your door, I'll carry you away from more. If you need help, if you need help, your hope dangling by a string, I'll share in your 
suffering to make you well, to make you well. Give me reasons to believe that you would do the same for me, and I would do it for you. I think I've heard this in some movies, too. Oh, yeah, it's an old lot of movies, especially at the end when it has that nice, happy ending. long after you're gone. And then... This one is from the TV show. It's the most iconic girl shoving it in a guy's face song ever. You have to love Victoria Justice, but... You had it all The day you told me, told me I don't think I've ever heard this. It gets so good. The video of it is even better because she walks up to him and shoves him at one point. Not that I could have violence, but... The story behind it was the episode of Victorious where the song was is he was using her for a good grade on a school project and he was like pretending to like her or whatever but he had a girlfriend and he had done it to like all the girls of their school of using them for school projects and the school project was a performance of a song because they go to like this performing arts school and so she was like I have my own song and there's supposed to be a group project and this is her song and they forced him to say on stage while she did this as well <laughs> it was just great And then there's one more song that's more current, I guess. It's just funny, and all of us think it's really funny. So what we get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've heard, I've it. heard this so song, yeah. But this is like, this is the only song that I can think of because most of the kids at school, it's like either they're strictly country or they absolutely hate country, and so you can't find that common denominator song that's like, oh, okay. But this one does. Yeah, most people know this one, even if they don't like rap or something. Here's like a classic 90s song. Okay. Chocolate Starfish? What? Partner, keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. (laughs) 
2000s movies where you had the like group of cool kids that would blast music that's what i think they would be playing this is the 80s i was big into guitar in the 80s i noticed supposed to be behind that song but it could be taken so many different ways and none of them are good that i can think of yeah, yeah glenn danzig was a uh, interesting person yeah. you've heard of metallica yeah you probably you probably hadn't heard a lot of metallica music aren't they like really rock yeah yeah in the i first started listening to them in like junior year of high school that was a long time ago. Yeah, but and uh, but the one of the songs that Enter Sandman won that whole Black album was well, one was on uh, Injustice for All, but Enter Sandman and uh, uh, Sad but True, Unforgiven, Nothing Else Mattered, Nothing Else Mattered is a really good song, but Enter Sandman. Some of those, that whole Black album was the real Metallica fans was that was them selling out. Oh. You know, is what they gotcha. consider because up till that point they were like garage bands, hardcore, heavy metal. Did you see where everyone is calling Luke Combs a sellout? Because uh-uh. he came out and made some apology statement. I forgot what it was too. Oh, because I think he had a Confederate flag on something. That might have been what it was. Mm. I know he, his managing team basically made him come out with an apology statement over something like that. And everyone was like, he shouldn't have to apologize for that. He's a sellout. He shouldn't be mm. apologizing. Well, and it was right after Morgan Wallen stuff happened. Oh, so yeah. everybody expected him to just do what Morgan Wallen did and be like, I don't need you. I can make it on my own. Instead, he apologized because he wanted his record label still, but... Here's the master of puppets. That that was Metallica when I was in high school. That was but just hard Metallica. See, and then when they went to Enter Sandman, I've heard this too. Nothing Else Matters. It's a really good song, too. I like the title. Mm-hmm. 
Pokemon Gintros. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I remember back then in the 70s, 60s, well, pretty much all the way up. It, and when it was radio music. It was only played on the radio. It was only played on the radio. Talk. You did a long intro because, yeah, the announcer would always, you know, talk. And they always called it hitting the post. That is so cool to me. That they would time it, and then right as the lyrics started. They... There's a guy on TikTok that he has so many followers now because he works at a radio station, and people will give him words to try and throw in before it, and every time, oh, right before And he, he just has a voice post. for radio as well. But yeah, I really like this song. But if you are a Metallica fan, and if when this album come out, if you like this album, you, you, you are a real Metallica fan. fan. When that album come out, um, we, I'm still old enough to call it an album. So, because back then you what else do you call it? Huh? Well, now nobody buys albums. Well, no, but th most people still release albums. Um, I don't know. There's a most lot people of... anymore release singles, well, and then they release the album after the fact. Okay, yeah, that's fair. They release a couple singles to Tom get Tom McDonald's about new album. album. I didn't. Remember. It's coming out Friday. I didn't know that. It'll include most of the songs he's released over the last That's four months. That's what Luke Combs did. Yeah. When he released his, he combined like all of his popular songs from his previous albums and made, basically told a story with all of them. It was kind of cool, though. Yeah, he posted a picture on Instagram today of him receiving the boxes. See, because they still sell his CDs. His CDs. And he signs everyone, right? Yeah. He posted all the boxes in their living room, 20,000 of them. I guarantee you they'll all be gone. Too. Oh, yeah. So, okay, since we're on Tom McDonald, did you, like, when you were a kid, did they have, like, on the artists? No. <laughs> I know they didn't have that. <laughs> the artists, like, did they make such politically and social uh, music? Because, uh, like, yeah, well. Because you've never shown me any of that. And, like, uh, well, yeah, the, uh, the Beatles. Oh, okay, that's. Um, they, yeah, they there was were a, a lot, lot of theirs. Um, but like Rage Against the Machine, that would have been that's more high school eighties nineties for me. Because um, I just know like there's Tom McDonald, Shawn well, Mendes has released like one 2000s. song, which that was more about like school shootings and stuff. But there's just so many people. You have um, what's his name, Burden, yeah, that make songs like that. Now they uh, the U two U two was big politically. But you don't even know who you two is, probably. Not a clue. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Call me in culture. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not a huge you two. You've heard of Bono? Who? Okay, I'm trying to find something that uh, probably heard this one maybe.
they did. I mean, they did a lot of anti-war, anti. They did a lot of stuff. Uh, they were a big part of. Were they Farm Aid? Um, What's that? Uh, I know you've you've seen on YouTube some of the big uh, Live Aid. Live Aid oh, was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so it was like that because I've seen the Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that one. That that yeah, one was for the first Aid. One. Yeah, um, Live Aid was. Yeah, because that was um, his biggest. That was also in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Farm Aid was for the farmers in America. Oh, gotcha. for, Speaking of Metallica. Oh no. Moscow. That's what it was. Mo- mm. Talk about a concert. See, we don't we don't have stuff like this anymore. Mm. I mean, there's like because <clears throat> Coachella is not a thing anymore e- right, either. Because yeah. like COVID killed it, and then their company went under. So. Like, it's just not stuff like that. Look at the people. See, that looks terrifying. No. <laughs> you cannot pay got helicopters me flying over. To be that close to that many people. That is something bad waiting to happen. On and on and on. It's a sea of people. The entire horizon. That's terrifying. How many people guessed you think were there? I have no idea. I have Rough no number. idea. Million. 1. 7 million. Rough number. A million. That's insane. I've never been around, like, no. That's It's, I would say, a given fact that people died that day. Lots of people. I mean, you can't have a million, uh, over a million, have people in one area. With just right. people dying through natural causes. They just don't do stuff like that. Oh, no. You just, there's so many reasons not to. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, when was this? This was in 90, uh, no, when was, 91. That's the, that's the year that the Black Album come out. You couldn't get most people my age to go to something like that. That just, with that, that many people, that just sounds terrifying. Anytime I'm in a big group, I feel like something bad's gonna happen. Put me, put you with that many people. Something's going to happen. Oh, I guarantee something did happen. Exactly. But the the thing is, nothing. I don't know if anything more would happen today than it happened then. Well, no, it's, it's just that everybody's about paranoid it. about well, that it today. Too. But because you know more about what stuff happens, like when Ariana Grande's concert in I think it was in London got bombed. Yeah. Everyone knew about it because you just know about everything, and so I mean. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything's happening more or no. less. It's just you know about it, so you're freaked out about it. 
aware. You're but, more aware. But of think it. of. I mean, I know we always talk about think of the odds, think of the odds, put it in the in perspective of. Well, I mean, let's say that many people, something, somebody got mugged, somebody something. I mean, that's well, going to happen. That's going to happen walking down the street in New York, right? I mean, but if you watch, well, I mean, like we take it with shootings or with anything, um, and how the more the media pushes it. Take your school. Let's say there's a lot of things that happen in school every day. Somebody hits somebody else. Somebody pokes somebody. Somebody, I don't know, throws something at somebody. Or somebody talks back to a teacher. Or somebody does something. Yeah. Imagine now, every 10 minutes, somebody got on the PA and announced one of those things. But every five minutes. That'd be so obnoxious. Right, but it's it, it's. I, and very productive. There's probably more than enough of that happening to be announced. Probably. It's just that most of it's going to be meaningless. I mean, if you talk, if you're talking about people like randomly poking someone or something, yeah. But we're also very. Well, you you would have to when you're reporting it. You'd have to pipe it up a well, yeah. little bit. Yeah, but like I don't know, we're just a very unproblematic school, especially now because I mean we have hundred kids max in our school at one time. Right, but I mean the point is, them vocalizing well, the fact that it happened wouldn't bring didn't, attention to right and nothing changed you it was all still happening it's just that now everybody thinks oh this is a horrible place to be look at all this stuff that's constantly well, I mean, happening that's exactly what happened what my freshman year yeah so four years ago when all those school shootings were happening people were terrified to come to school right i mean i had people in my grade that were pulled out of school because their parents were concerned which and i mean there was the because it was like the second or third of january and there was one in western kentucky and a, a couple kids died and then there was that really big one in florida right. that happened and our in every school probably in the country after that was getting phone calls and threats of school shootings just because people were like we'll get out of school we'll go home it just was what it was, but parents were so freaked out about it that they were pulling their kids out of school. And I mean, that's just... Right, but do you think those those days in school, were you any more likely to be involved in a school shooting than you were, to say, this morning? I, I mean, I think it was maybe like a teeny tiny percent more likely, <coughs> just because that idea was being shoved into people's heads. Right, just copycats? Yeah, and I mean, that is a But common. do you think more kids are depressed now? Than they were then? Then, no. I mean... You think kids are more depressed now? I don't think there's that much. Or have I, a problem with well, school honestly, now. Well, honestly, now I feel like kids are more depressed because half of the kids aren't leaving their house. Right. But, but I mean, if somebody's going to snap, I would think they would snap more now, now. Yeah. Because there's just so many things. Right. Now. You know, with the lockdowns and yeah. COVID and, and still school and feeling that... Okay, I'm not getting the education I deserve. I'm not going to, maybe they're not preparing me. Maybe, you know, if, you know, that feeling. We had that conversation with one of our teachers one day. We were like, so you all teach us to remember all the presidents of the United States and just remember all of this random stuff. I have done maybe three speaking, like public speaking things since I've been in high school. I 
learned how to write a check the other day. I only know how to wa- do laundry because you all have taught me. Right. But, like, there's so many things that kids at school, so, a bunch of kids at school don't know how to use a dishwasher. And, I mean, but we also don't have, like, we don't have right. home ec. Most schools have home ec. We don't have that. We're just, we're too small. Yeah, but do you, I mean, well, not I mean, saying you should That's what I was going <laughs> to say. We have YouTube. All of that basic stuff, it's not something that requires an entire class. No. Now, cooking there's a lot more involved in cooking. And if your parents don't teach you to cook at home, and well, you might not have as much opportunity. Yeah. But I don't even know if a, an entire class at school did. Because when we had well, school at home ec, it was stuff like that should baking be cookies. But, like, there's certain stuff that we have to take, and I'm like, I shouldn't have to take this. Yeah. But, I mean, writing a check, I mean, you should know how to... I don't know if it should be just writing. I mean, I think there should be a personal finance We have class. They just added that to our graduation requirements, so they had to attach it to our digi- digital literacy class. Okay. Because we weren't, none of us were going to have it. As a, and so now we have personal finance for a semester. And, and I know, I mean, Which, I guess I'm old, too. So I look at a lot of things that I think should be common sense. Well, yeah. But... That, but it's not because no. I mean. Well, and there's certain people that like learn from their parents, especially when it comes to money. Right. You don't want those kids learning from their parents a lot of times because their parents are having the same financial issues the rest of the community is. Right. And it's like we should be teaching them good habits for financially, so that our community in two generations is going to be more stable, and we just don't do that. Right. See, so yeah, which my grades like one of the only groups that learned cursive because the years above us were the group that was like no y'all don't need it and then the groups below us never learned it either we were just happened to be in the middle and they're like you'll need it in middle school you'll you'll have to write in cursive and then we got to middle school and they taught us again and they're like you'll need it in high school never once have i been required to write cursive but i mean i think it's something you should learn yeah you should not i mean but like Damien can't write. He cannot write in cursive. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's it. a whole lot of need to write in cursive. I mean, you should be able to read it. And if you, I feel like you, it's hard to read it if you <clears throat> can't write in it, though. Yeah, it does. It does help. But as far as like me, I like I said, I write a lot every day. I handwrite, but I print. I don't See, write cursive at all. Like mine's like a broken cursive that I, I blend my letters together a lot because it's easier and it's faster. Right. But I don't know. Well, I do. I mean, mine. Yours mine's is, is more like chicken scratch. It's your, it's a your signature. But most of mine is notes. I'm take. I mean, well, I'm writing a lot of notes and filling a lot of things. That's what one of our teachers said something to us about. None of us know how to take notes right. We were never taught. No one ever. We just yeah. thought you copy down what's on the board and go on. Uh, no, you have to write down what we're saying too. Yeah. How yeah. are we supposed to write down what's up there and what you're saying at the same time? It's a skill to take to take notes and still listen, well, because you, you're wanting to. If you're, you know, you know, kind of summarizing what they said while you're writing it, while listening to what they're continuing to say. Well, it's that along with like I've had teachers that will have present slideshows up on the board, and they'll expect you to know everything that's right up there. Well, so you just go click. You just take oh, pictures I, of all. Of I did that. I got in trouble a couple of times for taking pictures of it. But see, I don't well, see why. That, that, that to me, I that... couldn't see it. I was blind. I sat in the back of the class, could not see it, and I'm just like, 
I mean, I don't see the problem. I mean, I don't understand why any teacher would have an issue with you taking a picture of something they put on the board for you to see. Okay, I can't take a digital copy of it, but I can manually write a copy of it, it on paper. It was more the simple idea of you should have, shouldn't have your phone out, it should be in your backpack. But that's when technology is good for us. Yeah, but that's just an old teacher who yeah. who looks at a phone as, oh, if you got your phone out, you're going to be on Snapchat. You're not going to be working. No, it's Which a I tool. Mean, sometimes, but, you, yeah, you but should, most of the time. But instead, they should be teaching you, here is a useful, helpful tool. Here is the proper time to use this part of the tool. And here's the time when you don't use this Which, part of the tool. Most of our teachers now, <coughs> they just post the slideshow for us to have they'll post the recordings of the lessons like if they're a fully virtual class or if they're recording for some of our classes are split that some kids are virtual some are in person and so they'll record it their zoom or whatever and post it and then even if you were in person you can go back and watch it i think that's the best thing ever because if you weren't oh, there yeah. one day or something it's so much easier to catch up on whatever i like you there's that one notepad that you can the uh, rocket book is that what it is when you write on it? It records and, the audio. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. It records the audio as, you, like, uh, let's say you're lecturing and I'm taking notes. I'm writing the notes down as I go, and it's recording the audio, too. Anywhere on my notes, when I go back to them, I can just touch that part, and it'll replay the audio. I don't know about that one. As long as... Uh, a bunch of our teachers told us about rocket books. I don't think those have audio though. But those will, it's like, a, it's kind of digital. It's like a notepad though, and you write on it, and it'll automatically turn it to print and put it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen. But I don't think that one does sound. Because you can buy rocket books at like Walmart for like $15 now. And they're like, you should get this for college. It'll be really useful. And I'm like, okay. That's I know college professors sometimes get really upset about like stuff like that. But that's more of a, you're paying for this education kind of thing than a, yeah. I don't want you to have your phone. So that's what old music was. That's how before CDs. We, we had. had this, this a Did little. You stick your pen in it. What? I feel like that would break it. No, see, <clears throat> the holes in the. Like the little white dot things. Yeah. They have the little teeth oh, okay. in them. Didn't we have like. Yeah, we still a radio got radio thing that played those. Yeah, see, they got little teeth in them. If you use a Bic pen, fits in those. And like I said, <clears throat> when you're playing it, you can't like jump songs. You have to play all the way through the song because you're playing. That's tragic. So to rewind it, you either had to rewind or put it on your Bic pen, and you can spin it. Would that it. not break it? Nah. <laughs> You could spin it and it would rewind it. Okay. See, like, and you could see where the tape is. Like, that one's all the way rewound that way. Oh. See, all the tape's on this spool. Yeah. And, and then it goes through here. That's not even a real one. No, this one's just it's a, a USB. USB one. That's. And it, the tape, then the magnetic tape runs through here, and there's like little roller feeders. So, is it a thing here. to actually make people mix tapes? Oh, yeah. Well, now, see, because when you well, would buy... Make, I guess people make playlists for each other and share it now. So I guess that's yeah, still kind that, of a thing. That it's just thing. digital. Because, and back then, when people released, everybody released an album. I, I mean, you... Fair. They would do vinyl or if you do a whole cassette. But it was a whole album. There'd be like 10, 12 songs on it. 
and like this, you'd have like five or six so on one side. Side? Yeah, there's two sides. To cassettes? Yeah. Side A, side B. I knew there was with like vinyls. Yeah, same way. I've learned a lot. How in the world does that work? So you just flip it like you do a vinyl. Because mm-hmm. it plays. So that's what you'd play it all the way through one way. And then, oh, And then play okay. it all the way back the other. That makes sense. I think we used one of those maybe like two or three times. Now, eight tracks. See, because like these, I guess these are... Because I know like if here's the tape, right? So there's here and then here. Okay. So it plays like this one. And then I guess when you flip it, it's playing the other one. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because it... Yeah. That makes sense. Well, we used to have eight-track cassettes. That was when I was little. They look like those little games you would put in the cube. What, what were those? Oh, like, it was a, like a cube. The video con- game console oh, that was yeah, like a yeah. cube. It looks like something you put in that. Um, and it just plays on the one end. There were eight tracks. And so it would jump. So you could like... Uh... That's adorable. This program yeah. is brought to you by... It's, Hello, my friends, and welcome face. back to the DataBits channel. And today's topic is the 8-track tape playback system. More specifically, we're going to talk about the quad- it would play cool trivia tapes. It was much cool like having your own Amazon tapes. Echo, except it didn't respond to your voice. It responded to you pushing buttons as it was. Okay, so yeah, he's got the game one. Because I can't remember so long ago. I, I don't think you flip them. Like we said, there were the two. Maybe this is why my generation. Why what? My generation has a stronger connection to music than you all do. Oh, we did too. No, no, no. no. But we, Our, we, we had, had a we had a stronger connection to artists and the. Because you had to. Right. Well, it, because <laughs> there were so few of them. I well, mean, there were like now. There's a. Billion artists. Because anyone can be one if right. they want to be. The only ones that we knew were the ones that had record labels. Right. That were big enough to get a record produced. The company actually made hard copies, got them in the stores, got them played on the radio. We heard them on the radio, and but you had to like them enough then to go out and buy the entire pay. You know, well, I don't remember any time in my life. The entire time I ever bought music, and I remember started the first music that I bought, bought, would have been in the early 80s, 82, 83. How old were you? Probably 13, 12, 13. Before then, I don't think we ever bought music. I, I remember my uncle let me borrow one of his cassettes. Um, it was ACDC. <laughs> Um, because, uh, my first day at junior high, I took it to school in a little walk. That's adorable. And one of the other kids, uh, stole it and I had to beat him up, take it back. <laughs> first day of junior high and you got no fight. Yeah. Um, as rooster, I remember you read. We, but we've had the conversation that at least personally, I have a stronger connection to music than you do. But I feel like that, because, yeah. like, which, it's also just an age thing. But, like, you get in the car, and you listen to podcasts, or... And yeah, I do yeah. sometimes, like, if I'm driving, like, or especially if I'm on, like, the bus or something, for band, I'll listen to podcasts. 
But like most of the time, I'm gonna listen to music just because. Now that's what it used to be. I mean, that when when I was well, podcasts weren't a thing when you were right and when we were in the car. Them. Well, we had cassette players, and then when they, I remember when CDs first started coming out that you could get. I remember Robbie, his Trans Am. He he bought a CD player in his car, um, but they skipped so bad. Cause any rattle or bump you'd hit, and, it, and you know it would jump, and it was just. <laughs> and then they eventually fixed it with shocks and mounts, yeah. and and then it started the sample rate. I guess it plays; it knows so far ahead that if it does skip, it's got it like stored in its memory what it's playing, and then it can readjust to where it was. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um. But then I remember because, but then you were still limited to, see, look, this right here. Yeah, I know. That you carry all the music in the world, pretty much. exactly. That's my point. That's why I feel like my generation But our music meant more to us. Because I had, which I've still got upstairs, a notebook of all of my music CDs in it. Seriously? Yeah. But like... And you would, it would be sitting in the passenger seat. So whoever was riding with you, shotgun, there's the music. They don't get to pick music. That was always our rule. <laughs> so because they would have the book. Well, I guess that's fair. So then they would flip through and pull. I don't know. If I want a song, I can, that like. You can say, hey, Siri. Wait. Yeah, I mean, but that's my point. Is that like, if I want a song to talk about something that or whatever, right. I can find a song about literally anything. Right. And I feel like that. Because there's certain stuff that's like, oh, that means a lot. You can find songs about that. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like that gives us that connection of certain songs, not all songs. Because there's some songs that are just purely entertainment. But then there's others that it's like you have that emotional connection with. Yeah. But and you have, but you have so much more that can, that you can make it fit your mood or life. Yeah. With us, we kind of revolved around the music. If let's say Kiss come out with a new album, you know I know that album comes out on July twelfth. I'm waiting months and months and months for it. Eventually it comes out. We go down to Record Bar. Rick worked at Record Bar in the mall, and he worked there. He was a supervisor of compressors, <laughs> and he worked at Record Bar only for the reason to get his discount. Nice. So he could buy uh, music, and he had one of the mass most massive. Music I've, CD collections at I've that time. I bought the initiative. You'd buy, you could buy the album, and that's if we, if you bought album albums, and you know, and that's a that is the best part about music now is that I don't have to. They they might have two good songs on their entire album, and I can only I only have to get the two songs. I don't have to get all thirteen of them. Right. And and they started. I mean, then they started releasing singles. You could buy the little forty fives, yeah, um, singles. And then they started doing uh, CDs. You could buy just a single. Um, and they were, I think, Record Bar sold singles for like dollar ninety nine. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Music. The entire time I ever remember buying music, say when I was in high school, it was still in the ten to twelve dollar an album range, and that's what it is now <laughs> see and that's exactly why <coughs> apple music is a great thing because i would spend 
so much money. Well, I remember when we that wasn't a thing though. And every birthday, right. it was always you ask for iTunes gift cards because right. you want to get that. You want to get the music that everyone else has. That's what this guy's talking about. Album art. Oh my goodness. So you had out the album art too was a big deal. You got the new album. See, and, and now, you'd want to look at the art and open it up if it was a double album. See, all the lyrics are pretty. You pull out the the liner notes, the yeah. liner sheets. Well, and I, I still like when like artists have good album covers. Like, I don't like the ones that it's just simple and like basic. I don't know. I like the interesting album art, which granted most people's album art now is also just a picture of themselves. But what do you feel when you see this album cover? Nothing. You are not an art person, are you? Well, see, that's the thing. You are. So I've been them. wanting to make this video. For well, yeah, I, I mean, you I like. You are an art person. You want to see the best album art? Okay. Uh, Iron Maiden. All albums. <laughs> Pretty much every album they ever made. Eddie was like. It would be so much more effective. Why? Eddie was always the. That looks like something you would have drawn. I drew a lot of Eddie's. That doesn't surprise me. I have some of your really old drawings upstairs. That was good one. That Power Slave was a good album. Somewhere in time, that's a good that album. So, All those were always it's so odd and kind of creepy. But album art was. I mean, I guess that would get my attention. I probably wouldn't buy the album, but it would get my attention. Nirvana. Okay, yeah, I've seen those. I think the most album art nowadays is T-shirts. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like an impossible? T See, for some publication I don't like the ones that are just like basic time. pictures of them. They do it in two different. Super Tramp, yeah, Born in the USA, that's classic. Bruce Springsteen, W.A., Straight Outta Compton, that's a classic album. Prince, Purple Rain, that's a classic oh, yeah. album. Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, yeah, everyone has seen that. The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper. That's a Yeti. Trail Runners t-shirt cover, that one. <laughs> but see, I can, I can hear songs now that take me back that I remember, like, Points in my teenage years, points in that. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's normal, though. But it's like you associate certain songs with certain times. Right. But I do that now when I can. I used to listen to Opie and Anthony in the mornings when I would leave. They were on in the mornings. Ron and Fez come on after, and then they would do an Opie and Anthony replay again later in the afternoon. And I would usually hear them when I was coming home. There was a lot of times. I would say come out of the courthouse and get in the car and turn it on and be hearing the replay that I heard this morning. Yeah. And I could remember the exact place I was in the road driving while that part was happening when I was listening the first time. Which that's just how your brain works because you've talked about stuff like that. I could never. Like my brain does not work yeah. like that. I just associate a lot of things like that. That's how you know everything though. Is you associate stuff like with everything? We talked about that one day. You were like, "That's how I remember what words are. Like, what yeah, certain words are you just associate it with something else?" But that's how you used to always have to. I mean, if you were, which I mean, you all still do a lot of memorization. But when we were in school, that was all. They didn't teach us anything. You memorized everything. Well, see, our my memorization is the test is tomorrow. Yeah. I remember it till then. It's gone. Yeah, there was a lot of cramming for I tests mean, and stuff. Which, but. 
do you think that school now is a lot harder than when you went to school? Oh, no. no. I, think, I would think it's a whole lot easier. Easier? The, um, if you're not cheating. If you're not cheating. No, no, no. I mean, uh, I think you offer, they offer probably some more advanced classes, and we have the option of taking well, I mean, maybe. Well, they AP classes now. But. Um, we had, well, yeah, we had CP classes, but it's basically same the same thing. We just didn't get credit for it. <laughs> that sucks. It was just all college prep classes. Um, but you have to pass the test to get college credit right. for it. But, but like, uh, I mean, think of, okay. Which not this year. This year doesn't count I, because. You need to write. I want you to talk about tribal rituals of a Ugandan tribe. I'm sorry, what? And here's the resources I'm giving you. <laughs> You're funny. That's what they, that was our school. You had to do that? Stuff like that. If you were going to do a research paper on something, where do you think you were researching? I've never done a research paper. Oh. We don't do that. I've never done a research paper before. So I might be, I might be out of luck, but. Okay. Um, well, I was going to say a book report. (laughs) Never done one of those either. Oh, well, let's uh, like, say it's uh, roughly well, the same thing. Other okay, than of. at least they give you I've the kind book. I've done a book to, report. I mean, even more or less. I mean, I did one freshman year, kind of. <coughs> but we don't write a lot. And if we, our teachers get so mad at us now, they're like, just because it's an essay does not mean it has to be five paragraphs. But from middle school all the way to probably sophomore year, if we were writing an essay, it was five paragraphs. You had your introduction, your body, and your conclusion. That was it. And so they get mad. They're like, and we're like, that's all we were ever taught. We don't know. But, I mean, you you all probably do get to do more. We're much more creative. Well, that's our, what I was saying. More opinion. Um, that goes downhill really fast sometimes. Yeah. So, well, which, like, this year, this year doesn't even count. It, in my book, it's just there. I got three. I got like two and a half years of school. <laughs> I mean, if you're writing, uh, but see, that's another thing though. Is we were never. I was thinking, thinking for an example of something that uh, we were never given opportunities to write opinion-based papers. Like we just. Well, see, that's what I would think that that's more of what you we would write because we never to, were no, really. We're either. not allowed to do that. Like I mean, well, probably not a bit. I mean, it wasn't one time that I ever remember in high school being able to write about myself and that was it was oh what was it called it was some big project paper thing that like the they do all over the country and they you send them in and which we never sent ours in but it was something about i believe that's what it was it was an i believe essay and you talk about you come up with an i believe statement and you write a paper about it and that was probably my favorite writing assignment we ever did because i got to tell a statement of what i believed and I got to tell a story on why I think that. And she told us we got to do that. And we were all like, what? We, we don't know how to do this. And she had to help us come up with, okay, this mm. is how you support your opinion. Because right. we never got to do that. It's always, you don't use the word I. You don't use the word you. Here's your paper. Write about the book. But but like what's your, your tomorrow? That's more of a, yeah. I mean, we that... get to do that. That's really, we asked to do that because... Someone asked to do public speaking, and then we she gave us, we did a public speaking like two weeks ago, and everyone hated it, because half my class was having like 
panic attacks and freakouts because they didn't want to talk in front of people. And I didn't really want to do it, mainly because I didn't really know what I was talking about. Because uh. when it was papers over government, and our class is super split of left and right, you it was about equal. And there's very vocal kids in that class, and everyone's like, I don't want to say what I believe because I don't want to start an argument over something. Yeah, but you should. I'm not saying you should start well, an argument, but everybody. <clears throat> but in class isn't. Well, and everyone with her is always, it's always kind of like, well, and anytime you're talking to someone that's, oh, I'm going to give you a grade, it's always like, I don't want to say something that they disagree with because they might give me a bad grade. Yeah. And so it's like, I want to, and with her, it's no one knows where she stands either. So it's like a 50-50 on, can I say this or can I not? And then there's the few kids that just don't care. But you should be able to defend an opinion. If you have an opinion on something, you should be able to defend it. Well, yeah. Which, and if not, it's not your opinion. No. And I mean... It's somebody which, else's. That one was based off of... It was mainly facts on the readings we read. Like, we read a Lao Tzu thing. But it was all based off of the stru- different structures of government. Which... And so we were all like, we could present really well if it's over something we actually enjoy. And so right. it was like, okay, here's your chance. And so... Now, one kid's doing something on music theory, because that's what he's going to major in. So he's like, I'm going to do something on that. Um, Allie's doing, like, Marvel stuff, because she's obsessed with the movies. And then I'm doing Jeffrey Dahmer. And so it's but just, I, I think stuff like that works better. Well, oh, yeah. Because if you have an interest in what you're writing, I mean, because... I have put so much time into my presentation. Like, I listened to an hour and a half video earlier, because I was like... I want to know as much as I can because it's interesting right. to me. I want to talk about that. And I think, I don't know, I feel like we should fix the school system so that we have more stuff like that in high school. Of Here, you can talk about something you're interested in and you get to learn what you're interested in before you have to pick of, oh, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Like we were saying earlier, though, picture yourself what you just did today, your <coughs> project for tomorrow. Okay. Okay, now I want you to do all of the research and work that you did on it. Okay. And the prep work. Um yeah. With no phone, internet, or computer. How am I supposed to do that? My presentation's online. Okay, how would you uh, hard copy it? Um, I guess I would just talk. Okay. I mean, I guess you could use a poster board. You could use poster board, I guess. How'd you do the research? Yeah, that, I'd have to have, see, when that's the thing, I don't know how I would have access to stuff like, I mean, there's books about him, but like. You'd have to go to the library and look him up. But like, if there weren't like. And then copy. But most of those people probably wouldn't have wrote about him if they didn't have the internet. Not necessarily. There's not as many books, but there are still books. Well, and like, I can find case, like, files from his trial that I looked at. So I feel I couldn't have access to that. No. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I see your point. Because, I mean, I don't know. I can listen to other people talk about him, too. And I don't have to even look at the information myself, which I did. But, like, I can also hear this person. They put all their effort into researching it, too. Right. I'm going to listen to what they say and then make sure back their research with what I You can get a lot of inspiration from other people like that, other things like that. Which, I mean. But then you definitely have... And unlimited supply resources. Yeah. Which I'm also breaking down who he is and what he did to a group of kids that they know he's a serial killer. And that's 
probably the extent of what most of them know. So that so makes like, it easier because you can just stick to the basics of this is how many victims he had. And it's, so like for us, let's say me, <clears throat> first of all, we wouldn't have, the subject wouldn't have been there to write. No. Because we wouldn't have probably even known about it. Well, see, yeah, that, that's like, the biggest thing is. Now, if we would have known about it, we might have seen it on the news. But you got to remember, back then, if we just, let's take, shift everything to 1984. <laughs> uh, not the Orwellian book, 84, but just. Just the year. Just the year. Um, that was my junior year, sophomore year, sophomore year. Um, say I graduated 86. Um, so my sophomore year. If you wanted to, wa even if you wanted to watch it on the news, you had to watch. You it had to it watch on. it live at six o'clock that evening when it come on. So you'd have to be sitting here if you wanted to take any notes on. And that's if they were going to be talking. You didn't know what they were going to be talking about. What did you do if, like, somehow you heard about something like that, and then the news that you came on? You could go to the library. Um, you could. Look in the newspapers because they archive the newspapers. You could go on the microfish. What's that? It was, uh, it's, they still have one in Long County. You know, you County. can just get, like, images, right? Yeah, well, I wanted to show you the video of music. Okay. They still have one of these <laughs> in uh, Laurel County. You can still pull up, uh, old plats on them. That, and they have the reader and the... That's interesting. This is how you would look at old newspapers. It looks... They're on little slides. Like a giant it's, version of, my, of a microscope. That's pretty much what it is. With a screen. That's odd. And it's just blown up. Um, but it's not It's not like an LED screen, a TV, no, CRT. It's, it's like a microscope. Yeah, it's yeah. just a big lens that's... Just projected up. Yeah. So like that would be like every page of the newspaper. Kind of thing. I mean, um, those aren't newspapers. Well, no, but, but like if it was. Right. And then when you put it in, just line up, and then you zoom in, and then you have to slide the viewer so around to look at it. That's very hard to use. Well, he's got magazines. What his is Esquire magazine. You know, you mentioned 1984. The book. Uh -huh. I have read maybe two books since I. No. Oh. Yeah, two books since I was in high school. I've read To Kill a Mockingbird probably three different times. And then I read Tale of Two Cities. And then, oh, I read Night as well by Ellie Vazell, which is about the Holocaust. But those are the only books I've read. <laughs> we were supposed to read Great Gatsby, but we didn't read it because we couldn't get the co paper copies because of COVID. And that was last year when we didn't have, we weren't prepared oh, yeah, to yeah. not be at school. So it's just like a. And here's how our old printers used to print. I've seen this. Well, I've seen someone at the courthouse use a yeah. typewriter, too. This takes... And I remember... How long? When, uh... Our school first got a dot matrix like this, we thought it was so fast. It was just amazing. How long would it take to print like a full page? A couple minutes. That's so sad. I remember when Wolfie and Reva, she was at, at Highlands. I remember when they first 
got their uh, color copier in there at the school. He thought it was I the thought that was the coolest thing. thing. And I was like, because she worked in the visual, the media portion of the school, in oh. the library thing and stuff in okay, Thailand. But- and I was like, I could bring any book over here I want. I can copy pretty much the entire thing. <laughs> okay, but we we still think it's pretty cool when we get stuff that has color on it at school. Because <coughs> our school just doesn't pay for that. And there's one yeah. printer in the entire school that will print color. And so... When something gets printed in there and it's color and it's a worksheet or something, it's so cool. We're all like, it's colorful. Which, I mean, most of the time, what we're using it for, there isn't a reason to have it colorful. Unless you're in science class and you can't see your graphs to know what color they are because they're all black and white. But But my very first job that I had when I worked, you know, Bristol, they, uh, I worked in the sales office there and they had a copy machine. It was the first copy machine I'd ever seen. (laughs) And I remember I would copy stuff all the time just to copy stuff. Because <laughs> I thought it was, you put money on there and you copy it and it would, you know. It was, you, just, it was just black and white. But, you You know, that's when you copy everything. You lay your face down on it, copy to it. <laughs> You're like the minions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got bored because I was in that building by myself. Oh. Because, see, they all left at 5 o'clock. That's when I went to work. So what did you so do? I did the backup the, on the computer backup. Oh, so you were... <laughs> that sounds boring. Oh, it was. I... <clears throat> eight and a half floppy. What was eight and a quarter? Oh, or nine is. I know you've seen the... They were square? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I had one of those. That's how you recorded everything on audio cassette. You had, and it would, but eight and a half's the big one. The regular ones were like this size, square, and then the big ones were the big. My job, I went in, <clears throat> and they had magazines. They would hold ten of those, like slotted in a magazine, like a cartridge. Yeah. I would start the software back up, and it's basically you're just backing up all of today's sales that they would do. In the sales office, I was just backing it all up on the hard drive, on, not hard drive because we didn't have hard drives, onto the Flop- floppy. <laughs> and I'd stick the cartridge in, I would start it, take about an hour to run through and fill up that cartridge. So you just had to sit there while it did it and you had nothing else to yeah. do? Yeah. I would read or do well, yeah. schoolwork. Well, like, or... But you didn't have anything else that you were supposed to be doing. Right, no. That's and then when the it would when that one would because it would take two it'd take two hours to back it all up for the day, and it would take about an hour for the first one, and then it would it would let me know when it was full when it was done, yeah. and I'd go in and take it out put the next one in <laughs> and go back and next hole which started again, <laughs> and that was it that was it, and then I did that for because I only worked five to seven. And then you started actually working. And then I started for actually working there. They moved me upstairs, and then I was t- using blueprints. The drafters, uh, when they would do stuff, I would transpose stuff off of the material list onto like order sheet lists. <laughs> so let's say they were building a bridge, or they're building a building, or yeah. whatever it was. They'd say, you know, they knew they needed this many of this size beam, this many of this, and. I just transferred all that, but it was still a boring, horrible job. But I had my own little office thing, so I thought that was <laughs> amazing. Hey, I mean, it's work. We should probably rock up. We've been talking forever. <laughs>
But no, music, I mean, like you said, and I, there's still a lot of people my age that still listen to a lot of music. I'm just not as, I like music, but I've always been, <clears throat> Jeff used to give me a hard time when you would put a, um, a CD in. Yeah. It's the first five seconds, 10 seconds. I can't remember what it was called. There was a button you could hit. They eventually made it that it would see because when I would throw a CD in, especially if it was somebody I didn't know real well, like if I was riding in Jeff's car yeah. and he had a lot more music than I did, you know, you pop the CD out, put it back where it goes, and put the next one in, and uh, you'd play it, but I'd only give it like three or four seconds before skipping, skipping it, it to the next song. You, but there's a there's a button that I can't remember what that's called. Because you can turn it on now, and it'll do. It'll play just like the first five seconds, of, and then it'll automatically skip to the next song. But I can't remember what that's called. Why um, would you do that? Because you just because I didn't know didn't what like song that. was. I didn't like it. And usually, you can tell pretty quick. Some of my friends do that. And he used to get so aggravated when I would do that. I get annoyed when people do that. Um, well, it depends on the song. Because sometimes I'm like, I see, I'm not feeling it, and skip it. Right. But then there's other times. But see, then eventually he got to, like I said, Robbie got in um, a trunk-mounted one that you could, kind of like the cartridges I said, you could load a bunch of them. Yeah. You could put a bunch, bunch of, of discs. And he actually, I think the one he got would hold 100 CDs. That's pretty I cool. I think you could, and it, you could load up everything. Now, you had no idea. There was no way of keeping track of what was what. Oh, and you yeah. just kind of... You were just hoping. Yeah. So that was kind of like the early day of shuffle on an iPod. <laughs> hey, shuffle is the best way to listen to your music. Yeah. But see, I don't... I think that's why I don't just listen to music now. Even most of the time, even like on YouTube, I prefer to watch a reaction. I just don't understand that. Because I I like to see other I mean, people I know, but, but see that's my favorite part of learning something is sharing it. Yeah, we've had that discussion. You learn stuff so you can share it, right? But see, that's the best part. See, um, and I have that little bit of you in me, and then I go to share that information with you, and you already know <laughs> always. But see, don't you love to share something when somebody doesn't know, and you you're the one that introduces them. Sometimes, but I live for the day that I know something that you don't, and I get to tell you about yeah. it. That life complete. Well, you told me about AK, and I love his music. Yeah, yeah, so, I like well, a lot I of his. Well, I love a lot of his earlier music. Some of it now is, eh. yeah, but. Like one of his that family ones, tree is one of my favorites that, yeah. now. That one in Antidote is probably one of my yeah, favorites like too. One. What's the random video sh matching app? Oh, I have no idea. You've told me about it, but I have no idea. He does it all the time, but I can't remember what his oh, name is. Oh, you're talking about it's not videos, it's crap. What is that called? It's video. Well, it, I mean, it's like FaceTime. Yeah. Call it video. Yeah, you see the other person. It's not audio. When, it's video. Well, it's you see the both. other. It's like it's There's like audio and video. But it's like, like chat roulette. But when you say video. Or Omegle. That's Omega. what it is yeah. called. And his name is something similar. But uh, no, when you say video, I think of like pre-recorded stuff. 
Oh, no. So no, no. That, I just what, meant that you could yeah. see the other person. I, yeah. The word video to me automatically normally has the pre-recorded part for, like, association in my head. Maybe that's it. Harry Mack. How did you get Merkel? <laughs> what was did the... Did you said that? It made me think of... <laughs> what was the guy that always wears, like... Urkel? Overall? Urkel, that's his name. Because it made me think oh, of that. Oh, Harry Mack Omegle. That's, that's where I was getting the Merkel. <laughs> Omegle. Um, oh, okay. Because he does that a lot. He'll get them on there, and then he'll tell them to, like, give me some words. And he just uses and he them. And he just uses them. He's really good. What's up, man? How you doing? Can I do a freestyle rap for you? Yeah, sure. Man, wow. You should go to Wild and Out. We need to what? think out of the box. Yeah, we need to be, like, <laughs> be new people and we can inspire. We inspire people. French. Is that um, where, where are you guys at right now? Are you in France? Uh, no, we're actually in Berlin, Germany. But we're like French. Well, no, you're like Olive, okay. Olive, nice, Let's nice. see this. Okay, hell yeah. So cable, background, and olive. Those are the Sounds three words, good. right? It's the hardest. Uh, yeah, okay, ah, okay, ah, yeah, yeah, check it out, uh, check it out, uh, yeah, yeah, every time I'm on the beat, y'all know I'm a killer cause my flow too fake, rapper stepping in correct, I might have to go ahead and disconnect your cable, I'm on a whole nother level, when I rhyme I'ma make it look easy, yeah, and I used to watch rappers as a kid, I would see them on a cable TV, hold up, I'm about to blow your mind right now, I'm about to blow your brain, yeah, I'm trying to get me a real thick cable around my neck, I be talking about a chain, yeah, h Mac off the top of the door, Hey, and I got you going crazy, Hey, when it comes to putting work in, I'm the point of mic, man, I've never been lazy, hold up, obese with the speech, I be coming with the fat sound, all these other rappers getting pushed to the background, Hey, I be representing with the mean team, pretty sure they background was a green screen, aka rappers need more special effects, cause they ain't really organic when they catching they racking, every time that I be rhyming, man, your vibe I'm enhancing, that's the reason why both of these people is dancing, I'm about to put it down, yeah, hello that I'm about to throw it in, Hey, Harry Mack, we never gonna lose, Every time we rapping, we gon' win. Yeah, I be winning by like every indication. They wanna know about my background information. Basically, I was born and raised in Portland. No father to my stalkers, it's an orphan. I be coming off the tip of this ridiculous. Y'all know I'm getting ill when I'm up in the zone. Hey, before I even started with the lyrics, she was like, Can we film? Then she pulled out a phone. Hey, H Mate, man, you know I'm coming through real hot and I'm about to hop over the fence. Hey, they was trying to come up with words, turn to me, say, Sorry, we be thinking in French. Hey, Man, I know that people heard of me I said to y'all out in France, they said Germany Yeah, and I'm coming with the raw flow You were born in Germany, but you are from Chicago I'm just trying to put all the facts together When it comes to lyricism, ain't nobody better Yeah, I get loose like every time that I rock She said, Apple, no wait, let's think outside of the box Yeah, when it comes to lyrics, I know that I'm flawless She was like, we take it too long, it's just a process Yeah, any problem, we about to solve it All these other rappers, they the pits Olive, H-Mac, y'all know that I've never been a quitter Hey, and these Rappers like an olive cause they bitter Ay, And these people around the planet, yeah they see me Ay, 
And I got the olive oil in my martini Hey, every time that I'm ripping I'm blowing your mind Every time that I'm spitting Harry Mack, I'm staying upon it Y'all know that I'll never really be quitting You covering your mouth They gon' love it, that's no doubt Yeah, Mack, I'm getting it in Whenever you're on it, you know it's right now They be turning me loud Cell phone case looks like a cow Yeah, got the white background with black spots Harry Mack, I'm blowing up up in the rap spot Yeah, killing him on the beat Falling back, showing me feet Harry Mack, you know that until I be finished The mission is never complete Hey, do what I feel whenever I'm on it I'm leaving the field of dead clones Both of y'all are sharing the headphones One earbud goes to one side Other earbud to the other side So you don't gotta ch- So I have no idea how he does that Like, well, in the first I mean, part, a lot of it, he's kind of He's got a lot of well, pre-scripted stuff But a lot of that I mean, just doing it, just doing it because, because it's based off it, of their that, actions, yeah. which the first part of that was so deceiving too, that they're like, this is me funny because he was just making those basic SoundCloud rapper sounds and oh, stuff. Yeah. And then he just, and they're all, it's like, oh, okay. He can't actually rap, but he does. I mean, so much. And some people, yeah, try to give him really hard words. Oh, I 100%. When, yeah. like, see, you could give me those three words in a week. And I couldn't write half of that. Oh, no. Uh-uh. So I don't know. You also have to know how to rhyme to do that, and I'm not good at that. Yeah, but just to... My poems. To, to get it to... I mean, I mean, to most of the beats are... Too, are it's just... Most of the beats are pretty basic. Oh, yeah. um, but still... But you have to... Come up with that just and do it. Oh, well. Okay. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. You have to plug here, Mark. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, be sure and... Uh, check out the website. Yeah. Go to... You can check out our website at uh, sociallysensitive.com. Follow us on uh, Instagram at sociallysensitive. Follow us on Twitter at sociallysense because they limit the number of characters you can have in your username. <laughs> um. You wherever you listen to all your wherever you get your podcasts at, whether it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, Beaker, and wherever you get your podcast, be sure and give us a follow, yeah. rate, and review. Um, and yeah, go to sociallysensitive.com. You can buy uh, t-shirts and uh, hats and uh, masks. COVID masks. <laughs> Because you need to give them quick because we'll probably still need them for another two or three more years. Not happening. Because the uh, vaccine uh, works. but No, but you're going to have to have a passport also to go to other states yeah. saying you had the vaccine. Except, uh, Except in Florida. Florida. He's, uh, Texas, I Texas think, signed it signed where he'd make it illegal to require passports to go to for any service or... Yeah. Place of business. Certain states are talking about using it to like come into their state that they're gonna have like yeah. it's gonna be like a border. For It'll turn state. into the red versus the blue. Oh yeah. Which means it's um, gonna be cities versus. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again, and see you next time.